Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. You're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature. Now, here's your host, my dad, Thelonious7. It's time for the Brown Showdown on Dogs by Nature Radio. I'm your host, Thelonious7. Sunday at 1 p.m. in Tennessee, your Cleveland Browns are tasked with tackling Derrick Henry and the Titans in a critical AFC contest. Joining us again as a fan representative from the Haslam's home state are Tyler and Tanner Skaggs from the Titans Time Podcast. What's up, guys? My name's Tanner. I'm here with my brother, Tyler, and we're the host of the Titans Time Podcast, uh, which you can find on any podcast platform and on YouTube. For the record, they can be found at Titans underscore time on Twitter. And representing your Cleveland Browns, we are fortunate to be joined by DG of the With an Ohio Bias podcast. Happy to be talking Browns again with Thelonious7. You got D here from With an Ohio Bias. Uh, you can always check out our podcast at WithanOhioBias.com. You can follow me at DG216WAOB. Of course, that stands for With an Ohio Bias. It's incredible to hear from you again, D. Looking forward to this episode of the Brown Showdown as we preview this highly anticipated contest. So without any further ado, let's get into it. According to our custom, we'll kick things off to our opposition's offense. Let's hear what Tanner and Tyler are expecting from Tannehill and the Titans attack on Sunday. Our top five offensive producers this year have definitely been Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, John O. Smith, and Ryan Tannehill. And I think that we're going to attack this Browns defense the way we've been attacking other teams. We're going to give them a heavy dose of Derrick Henry and just wear them down. And with how this Browns secondary is right now, I could see Ryan Tannehill and our receivers and tight ends having a big day, especially when we run that play action, pull everyone up. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, John O., they all have potential to be gone, taking it to the house. And I think the uh, Browns defense is just going to have a hard time stopping Derrick Henry, who gets even better when it gets to December. Uh, Week one Derrick Henry was painful enough for me. Not exactly looking forward to Derrick in December. Let's see if D from Within Ohio Bias can offer any hope for our Browns defense. Thelonious, when I think about the defensive side of everything, um, I think about the guys up front first, Ogan, Joby, and, you know, I am... I'm going to talk about living in the now, right, with Olivier Vernon just turning it on, finally healthy, I guess, but he has played well. Even that, you know, bogus flag on the helmet-to-helmet that would have been a play that ended that Jacksonville game, he has delivered. So I think about him. I think about B.J. Goodson and Mac Wilson. Um, B.J. Goodson almost getting his hand on the ball every now and then, making an interception like he did a little bit earlier in the season, has been an 
not only a good son, but a godsend on our defense when it comes to our linebackers. Um, and I, I just, you know, I think about also, too, in the secondary, Carl Joseph, who's come out and stepped up, cracked a couple guys and just been a steadying force because we know some of the other guys in the secondary have struggled and people have been in and out of the lineup. So those are the guys that I think about on defense that really help us out. The defense did what it had to do in last week's contest in Duval County. Even the much maligned Sedejo made a play. But Money Mitch and Kevin Johnson are going to have their hands full in this contest with the physical receiving threats offered by the Titans offense. And of course, Miles Garrett returns from the infirmary for this contest. So now it's time to flip the field and hear what Tanner and Tyler have to say about the Titans defense. Things have been so scattered on the Titans defense this year, it's kind of hard to say a top five. Uh, but what I will say is Jeffrey Simmons, um, I'm trying to come up with five guys. Jeffrey Simmons, uh, Kenny Vaccaro has been good. Malcolm Butler has been good. Harold Landry, uh, even Breon Borders, a guy that has been brought up from the practice squad here lately. Uh, he's also been good. Obviously, the guy uh, for me that stands out is Jeffrey Simmons. He has just been an absolute beast on the defensive line. And I think that's going to be huge this week against the Cleveland Browns just because of how much potential uh, the Browns' rushing attack has with Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. I think that on any given Sunday, they can put together a huge, huge game uh, and really just wreck any opposing defense. And so I think that Jeffrey Simmons is going to be huge. He's going to have to step up, stop the run. Uh, Daquan Jones is going to have to step up, stop the run. Tier Tart, a defensive lineman, that uh, was an undrafted free agent. He's going to have to step up. He's been helping out a little bit, making some plays. Stopping the run is going to be huge. Stopping the run is clearly going to be a key to the game for both of these teams. So now let's hear from D from the With an Ohio Bias podcast as he breaks down what he's expecting from the Browns offense this Sunday. All right. Um, when I think about this Browns-Titans matchup, our top producers on offense and the guys that I look to put up numbers this week again kind of like what they did with Jacksonville of course we got Baker Mayfield getting the ball to Jarvis Landry the Hodge Hodges Higgins hookups when you know Baker gets a little flustered he gets the goes to those guys um and of course the Chubb Hunt the Chunt uh backfield combination um I think those are the guys that we look to produce and they definitely deliver here at Straight No Chaser, we're going to go with the canine combo for Cleveland's backfield duo. Nick Chubb as the Hulk and Kareem Hunt as the Hound. But no matter how you break it down, the Browns are the number one rushing attack in the NFL. It will be fascinating to see which team gets the edge in this regard. Now it's time for us to put on our prognosticators hats. Let's hear from Tyler and Tanner from the Titans time. There's going to be a couple keys to victory here for this game. For one, I believe whichever team controls the time of possession more in this game, since both teams have a really good rushing attack, has a very good chance to win this game. For the Titans, their keys to victory is definitely going to be stopping the uh, the two-headed monster that the Browns have in the backfield of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. As far as how the game's going to break down, I believe that the Titans are going to try and probably sell out on stopping the run and make Baker Mayfield beat them. As far as a final score prediction, we're going to go with the Titans 28, Browns 17. 28 to 17 would certainly be a tough pill to swallow, although I could certainly understand the thinking behind that prediction. 
hopefully D from the With an Ohio Bias podcast can give us a touch of optimism. I mean, when I talk about the prediction for this game, Browns-Titans, I think about one thing and one thing only. Us going at Mike Vrabel and his aptitude and knowledge of the football, but also his linebackers. You know, the guys that the Titans have in the linebacker core, I think about maybe Landry, some of the other guys that they have. Um, Landry played at Boston College. He was a high-profile guy coming out at linebacker. But I think we have the edge with Hooper, Bryant, the rookie. And, of course, this is the game that I think David Njoku has to come up big. He's the most athletic, fast of the tight ends. And I think he's going to be open up the middle for Baker to throw to. We know Malcolm Butler is going to try to do some damage. But I think the Browns can put up a good 28 to 30 points because the Steelers put up 27. The Bengals put up 31. The Texans put up 36. The Vikings put up 30. Um, Vikings had a big day on the ground, of course, thanks to Dalvin Cook. So I expect that with Chubb Hunt connection. I think this is going to be a, uh, not an easy game, but I think these ga- this game plays to our strengths. We know they're going to run with Derrick Henry, go to the play action with Ryan Tannehill. But the other matchup that comes down to it, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be 48 degrees. It's going to be kicker. Gauskowski has been a little shaky. We know where he comes from, what he's done. But he has missed some kicks for the Titans. And one guy that hasn't been missing kicks lately, and I hope I'm not jinxing him, has been Cody Parkey. So those are my predictions. And Joku, Cody Parkey, maybe not the prediction that some people thought. But those are my keys to the thing. If I had to put a prediction on it, I think the Browns put up 28 points. Win a close one, 28-24 over the Tennessee Titans. The Browns are certainly going to have to score more than 17 points if they want to have any chance in this contest. They're going to have to turn over Ryan Tannehill and find a way to play from ahead, if at all possible. I'm picking the game 33-31 to Cleveland. Somehow, I think the Browns find a way to do to the Titans what the Las Vegas Raiders did to them in the game before the bye week. And with that, we'll put this one in the books. Our guests have been Tyler and Tanner Skaggs from the Titans Time Podcast. Hey, man, we appreciate you having us on the show. Uh, look, We're really looking forward to this game. It's going to be code blue at Nissan Stadium. Uh, they've got the stadium lit up blue and everything right now. Don't know how much uh, of that is going to translate to a, a midday game uh, on Sunday, but we're excited about it. Both of these teams have a good chance at making the playoffs. So once again, thanks for having us on and uh, don't forget, guys, if you're looking for some Titans content, definitely check us out, Titans Time Podcast. Excellent work again. Thank you so much for joining us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. Of course, they can be found at Titans underscore time on Twitter. And our Cleveland Browns fan rep was D from the With an Ohio Bias podcast. Um, in closing, Thelonious, I just want to say thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity always to talk Browns. We're 8-3, and three, baby. And uh, even if we lose this Sunday, I'm still going to feel good because positive win record for the first time. We all know the stats of how long it's been, but it's been too long that we felt this good. So as always, go Browns. You can follow me, GG216WAOB, with an Ohio bias. Check us out. And, uh, of course, always listen to the Brown Showdown where Thelonious is breaking it down with a fan and a fan and extra Experts from you know each side to uh, give you the best in the NFL matchup. As always, go Browns. Nice work, D. Certainly appreciate you sharing it with us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. D is an excellent Twitter follow. He can be found at DG two one six W A O B on Twitter. Well, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to the Brown Showdown on Dogs by Nature Radio. I'm your host, Thelonious Seven. Take care, 
and go Browns. I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial Series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial Series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.